Hello and welcome to the Yoga Syndicate. This episode is about karma. Ellen Johannesson, what is the fuss about karma? What is the fuss about karma? Karma is one of these uh, words that have uh, found its way into the English language and we, we use it uh, quite a bit now. Uh, we talk about karma as a kind of uh, as a kind of punishment, as a punishment for our actions or a retribution for our actions, and it actually comes from uh, from uh, the the Indian um, philosophy and and religious traditions, uh, and also of course in in Buddhism, karma is an important uh, concept. So, uh, what it actually mean? Well, the word in itself just means action. Uh, so it's a common word that's in the uh, in it's a common word in Sanskrit and it's also just used for ordinary action. Every so so the verb just means action, uh, but of course in the in the context of of our deeds and their uh, retribution, it also um, it also means uh, something more. It means that the the actions we do they actually have they have consequences. They they apparently do. It's like lights, camera. Action, and uh, if karma is action, and we're this life is just a portrayal, uh, some sort of film, um, then I guess uh, based on the the, you know, if if you have a if you have a film and there's like a first or a second, like Jaws one, Jaws two, Star Wars, and then you know the tenth saga or whatever, you know, in your previous lives, apparently there are consequences from things. And actions or lack thereof that you've done before is is karma uh, out to get us? Is it following us, or how does this work with this past versus present thing? Well, you could say that karma is like a natural law, like we also have natural laws of cause and effect. But we uh, we just believe that these uh, laws of cause and effect just applies to the physical world, uh, whereas in the Indian way of uh, of thinking, these laws absolutely applies to the to the realm of the mind as well and to the realm of of uh, the human actions. How could we exclude them? How could we think that uh, if we throw a ball in the air, it falls down, but if we uh, if we hit someone on the nose, it has no consequences? Of course, everything we do have uh, has consequences, and unless we're careful, we could be in. And now we could be experiencing jaws three hundred thousand, <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, unless we're careful, these uh, uh, the actions that we do, they just make this, they create these ingrained patterns in our uh, uh, in our deeper layers of our minds, and and they are carried on. It's believed that these are carried on to uh, to the next existence, so we relive them again and again. So then you're going to be like doomed to have a, a body and come back for for one more. One more round, and um, some people will just be like, "Well, then I don't really want to have such good karma because I definitely want to come back because I'm so afraid of leaving this world behind." But um, yeah, I mean, karma. Do do we do we want to come around? Do we want to go through the drive-through one more time? Well, the uh, the uh, idea in uh, in uh, in yoga and in uh, in Buddhism is certainly to uh, abandon samsara completely to uh, act in such a way that you don't have to come back. Uh, 
because it's not just a question of, of coming back. We kind of, when we think about rebirth, we often naively think that we will be born in equally happy circumstances that we are now. But watch out, watch out due to your karma. <laughs> if you're not careful, you might be, unless you're very, very careful, I would say. Um, you uh, you could be w- born in a much more painful and lower existence. It's not even granted that you will be born in the human realm. It's far from the from any guarantee for that. And actually, the fact that we are here is uh, regarded as a as a result of really extremely virtuous karma. So we have uh, due to our karma, we must have done something wrong, something right in a past life. Uh, and and just by the by the fact that we are here is a is a demonstration of that. Wow. Um, then blessed be this karma concept. I like it. I'm I'm just thinking karma is such a groovy word, isn't it? I mean, but if you translate, it, it's like action. Um, you know, you you know you are what you eat. Uh, you you become what 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 you put forth, and. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I'm just I'm just wondering, can karma skip a beat? Is there, you know, someone that's looking around deciding how or, or not someone, but some energy force that's bringing us back um, and uh, is either, you know, look sort of overlooks us and, and all of a sudden, you know, after, you know, committing atrocities or being very naive and lazy in our previous life, we come to this life and are handed way too much luck. Or does it really... You know, do you feel that karma really it, it pays off instantly, like instantly as in the very next life, if you've done good deeds in the one before, then you're already being born into a, a good family on, on this go? We could say that karma is the natural law that uh, replaces a creator god. So it's nobody who decides to punish us or, or to reward us, but it's rather our own actions that determines the outcome of our, our next existence. Now, uh, this con- concept of karma is is not so it's not so obvious. It's not so easy. It's very complex. So it's said that uh, only a, a fully enlightened Buddha can can totally see the the laws of of karma. So it's not the case that um, that uh, you do a, you, uh, that you do a, uh, uh, a lot of good actions in the life and uh, the life immediately after you have uh, you're rewarded with a good uh, existence it's not like that it could you know it could well skip a life because we all have mixed karmas unless we are uh, and totally enlightened beings we will have a mixed bag of of karma from that we carry on from previous lives so it might be that in the next life there is some extremely um, there are some extremely negative actions that uh, that um, ripens as a as a result. So we never really know. So it's it's not like a, a mixed margarita. It's like a, a mixed sanchita, uh, since the, this karma that you accumulate over many lives they they deem as sanchita. There, there's apparently more than one type of karma. There's uh, yeah, we we can. There are different kind of karma. We could say it's negative, uh, or we could rather say actions that there are negative actions and and positive actions, or or, or wholesome and unwholesome actions, and and there are um, kind of these bland actions that doesn't um, yield any specific result either way. Um, but there are many different results of uh, of the uh, of our actions. The fruit of the karma can be very different. So if you if you read the the Buddhist text, for instance, there's a whole list and it's a very detailed description 
uh, of what kind of ripening effect you can experience. And that's also determined determined by the, to what extent you were you were consciously engaging in an action with with what kind of intention. Uh, well, not just intention, but what with what kind of emotions? If you if you do something, you might you know you might do something out of uh, by accident with without <laughs> much intention. So then the effect is not that strong. But if you do something that is motivated by one of the negative emotion emotions like um, attachment, um, hatred, uh, uh, jealousy, and and so forth then the the result is likely to be much more uh, grave but it it could uh, it could actually ripen in mer- in many different ways mm. one thing is i find kind of spooky with this word karma is that you know whether or not people um know about yoga and the 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 great vast uh uh knowledge and all the opportunities that yoga provides you know let's say no one's even heard the word of yoga everyone's heard the word karma uh, it's almost as if the, it's it's a word like uh, it's almost like a belt or a whip or 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 something that's shining with you know like golden uh, tassels or something. It's like we know it's good, but we're we're afraid to mess things up, aren't we? Mm, it's kind of gone into our uh, vocabulary, and and quite often we misunderstand it as well. Uh, we uh, may interpret it as something that uh, yields immediately re- result. Like I say, something bad to you or I cheat you in some way and I walk out the door and the brick falls in my head but it's not uh, it's not like that or we might think that it's some kind of a deterministic law that if you have a really bad uh, uh, bad life it's oh it's my karma and it's nothing I can change it, it's a kind it's a kind of destiny and and karma by no means means destiny uh, it's totally like m- in in many cases is malleable you can change the karma as as uh, patanjali said the the um, uh, karma the results that are not yet experienced can be avoided so you can take action in this life and l- lessen the outcome we could say of a of a negative uh, um, karma well so you know so this this just fits right into the uh uh, is karma in and of itself a part of the the sutras of Patanjali? Yeah, definitely. He talks about uh, karma there. He he talks about this how we can uh, avoid uh, the negative results of uh, of previous actions. And the whole point in in yoga is to purify our samskaras, our negative uh, habitual tendencies. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's also what karma does, and it's a way we can understand. Karma. I like very much the term that Robert Thurman uses. He calls it evolutionary actions. Mm. If we think about it in that way, everything we do shapes our psyche, and it, it shapes it on the even on the physical level mm. by our action. Uh, if you heard about for those who have heard about or familiar with neuroplasticity, our brain changes according to our actions, according to our repeated actions. Mm. And uh, I think we all have uh, experienced how we have these habitual patterns that we are so powerless to change. We don't want to act in a certain way, but still we do it. Like uh, and every time we do it, we uh, we uh, increase, we we deepen that uh, um, that habitual pattern. So uh, what um, karma says that 
or the thought of, uh, of, of karma, or the karmic theory, we could say, is that these are, are transferred to... Uh, this doesn't vanish at the time of death. Just like our genes are transformed, transferred to uh, to the next generation, so also our tendencies, our our way of behaving, is also uh, brought over to the next generation. Yeah. Mm. Well, I I I hope so, um, because you know there's some people that they they they're sort of waiting for some sort of I don't know silver lining. Uh, they're waiting for some sort of reward. They're waiting to actually you know scrap. Uh, uh, and scratch off that uh, lottery card, and and uh, you know they just they keep anticipating just because it starts. They start from uh, right to left. That since there's a zero there, it must be the same ten thousand uh, euros or the one million. Uh, so they they probably should start from the left going right, <laughs> so they can just like deal with what 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 they have uh, at hand. But people are quite wishful and waiting, and you know a, a lot of people they. They're they're so darn good at being good that you wonder if their goodness is 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 I wouldn't say meant or felt, but if it um, if if it's putting you know karmic money into their karmic account, you know, um, can we be too focused on just being good? Because doesn't karma mean that you you know as you just said initially that uh, it it sort of has to carry carry into the actual feeling of doing that act of goodness. Well, it's uh, it's certainly better if you can uh, do your uh, uh, good actions or your wholesome actions out of a good, honestly good intention. Well, if you can't do that, you kind of just have to fake it till you make it. It's more bet. It's it's better to um, I- to avoid negative uh, actions and to do some wholesome actions, even if it's not immediately from the from the bottom of your heart. It's far better than uh, in, uh, collecting a lot of, of negative uh, karma and increasing our negative uh, patterns. You know, there's a lot of talk about this white, black uh, karma and black not necessarily meaning that it's negative, but just how you organize karma also within the mind that the actions of also thought, thought as an action uh, is also uh, just like a good deed that you would do physically by helping an old lady uh, across mm-hmm. the street. Uh Helping, helping someone sweetly in your mind uh, uh, across the, uh, the, the lenses of your eyes as you think kindly about someone walking across the street. This is also an act of karma, isn't it? Definitely, and especially in Buddhism, um, intention is, uh, is very important. So when we talk about karma or when we talk about actions, we talk about actions of body, speech, and mind. Mm. And some of the gravest misdeeds are those you do with your mind actually mm. and uh, and um, we could also say that uh, every negative action you do with your body that you carry out physically it has to start in your mind mm. so the mind is what we really have to guard yeah and i don't know in modern days you know do you think we can even you know guard the mind since they're Seems to be so modern, uh, so many modern f- uh, creature comforts that that you know this this excess in the abyss in, in this degenerative society that doesn't have to live a f- lift a finger and only uh, leans back uh, on its heels. Uh, um, are we do we do we have contact with Mother Earth uh, enough to substantiate a, a legitimate sort of karma signal to? 
to the outer reaches of our samsara and cosmic soul? Well, obviously, we're not much in uh, in contact with uh, Mother Earth. So one thing that we could uh, we could say now in in terms of karma is that at the moment we are um, we are. Uh, experiencing some communal karma some shared karma because mm-hmm. we're all we're all contributing to uh, depleting the resources of the of the planet whether we want it or not whether we do it deliberately or not we're all involved in this interconnected society this interconnected economy so we're all contributing to accumulating negativity so we're and kind at of the l- moment we're also all experiencing the sh- results of that yes we are uh, and this is being said in light of the year 2020 and this this uh, both pandemic and financial, uh, the auspices of, of, of a world that's, that's changing uh, as we speak and, of course, is always changing. But it seems like uh, there's less airplanes in the air. It could be a cosmic or a karmic move uh, in the right direction, like a, a reset that needed to happen. Otherwise, everything... And all of uh, the North Pole would have suddenly been uh, on our doorstep, and everyone that wanted a swimming pool in Norway would suddenly have one. Um, I'm wondering if uh, if this is a you know a collective karma as sorts. Does that mean that we all have to come back? <laughs> uh, I think we all have to come back unless we are uh, already enlightened. We we need to come back, but uh, the question is when do we have to come back, and in in what shape and form of existence are we coming back? I see, and you know, we can talk about coming back as an insect or coming back yep, with as definitely. as a very poor individual that that doesn't have it so good that can you know have these fancy chats about karma instead of going out and performing very quiet, good intended uh, karmic uh, maneuvers. But I'm thinking, you know, uh, out outside of the 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 thinking about karma in relation to ourselves, what about that one individual that you're walking in India and you see that they. Uh, a good renunciate that that you just see a certain glow in their eyes is is this their last time around have they earned up enough points to 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 move down uh, as a as a frequent uh, flyer and and fly right on out of samsara it's hard to tell but uh, within buddhism it's these divisions it's a stream enterer is the kind of first uh, um, ticket you get you're in the stream out of here and then you could be, uh, depending on your level of realization, you could be a once returner, meaning you have to come back once. And then you could be uh, uh, a non-returner, someone who doesn't have to come back. I see. So I think it goes from, uh, as far as I remember, from the uh, from having to come back. There's something where you have to come back seven ta- seven lifetimes and, and uh, up until no lifetimes. So it could be your last time around. Okay. Well, uh, since this could be our last time around, why don't we just leave it at this and uh, and sign off with uh, a good act of karma by um, saying thank you so ever so sweetly and dearly for joining in on this podcast. I really appreciate using the time. Now you can hear that I, I don't really mean it. I'm just trying to build up some some false points here. But in light of karma and in light of uh, this interview, I do want to say thanks for uh, joining in and sharing this beautiful podcast with me. Did you have any final karmic uh, remarks for our audience? Yeah, I would just say to everyone, just guard your actions. You know, don't think that your actions don't have consequences. 
Mm, and in the worst case, you know, you at the end of the life, you will you will sit there on your or lay there in your deathbed, and you will think, "Damn it, I did all these good actions for no reason." Yeah. So in either way, either case, you will win. It's a win-win thing. It's a win-win thing. Believe in karma. I love it. Okay, good. Uh, signing out from the land of karma. Remember that this episode was about just that. This is the Yoga Syndicate.